Next, Ellen, Blake Shelton. Your reign is almost over. They're about to announce the new sexy man. Do you feel the sex waning from you? Why in God's name do I come on this show? Ellen, today at 3 on NBC4. And think there's no reason to stay up until 11? Let's do the math. Four radars, more choppers, and this team equals more coverage at 11. Chuck, Colleen, Fritz, Fred. Call on these four before you call it a night. NBC4 News at 11. to Men and Women Talk, The Mars Venus Show, with your host, Kinte and Shannon. This program hosts a weekly panel of men and women who discuss topics such as dating, the workplace, family, spirituality, cheating, and of course, sex. Monday night at 6pm Pacific, 9pm Eastern, this show is simulcasted live audio and video between the website IndieRadio.org and YouTube, which allows listeners all over the world to gather together to tackle challenging relationship issues. And now here is your hosts, Shannon and Kinte. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and it's so happy to be here with you on this wonderful night. I uh, This past weekend is, was amazing. I had a great time, and I'm just looking forward to the rest of this week. Um, and I, I hear a little background uh, from somebody. Uh, I don't know, all of a sudden it just popped up. I hear a little echo. Um, but we're ready to get it in. This is episode number 98. And let me to introduce my wonderful co-host, the one and only Shannon. How you doing, Shannon? Hi. I'm good. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing good. How, how was your weekend? Oh, I started a part-time job. It was good. Part-time job, you already work so much. How you how you going to fit in another job? Like, like 29 Hebrews and 57 Jamaicans, I shall do. Yes, sir. Yeah, and you was at the beach today. So you was working on that town. I right? was at the beach. I was at the beach today for Staff Appreciation Day. Staff it was Appreciation great. Day. Was it a barbecue or something? What? Was it a barbecue? Um, No, we started at the Key West Butterfly and Nature Conservatory, and then we went over to Fort Zach for a picnic and beach. Okay, all right. Yeah. So you was, was working on you was working on that tan. That's that's what's up. Did you get in the water? Yeah, I got in the water. It was really choppy today, but it was nice. It was beautiful. Breeze was amazing, but I don't try to tan not one bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. I think we, me and you, we have that, uh, that permanent tan, so we're good. I was born with one. That's right. All right. So, um, for those who are watching the show live via our YouTube page, uh, please make sure that you uh, let your voices be known. Uh, I do hear. I'm sorry. I do hear feedback. I'm not quite sure who it's from. So, uh, you know, you may be on the YouTube page. If you're on the YouTube page, you're probably getting feedback. Yeah, somebody has a YouTube page up. Yeah, so why are we doing that? Say hi to Jacqueline. Yes. So if you are <laughs> if you are on the page, please make sure that you let your voices be known. I see Jacqueline Smith in the chat room. What's up, Jacqueline? Okay. Yes, I see there's more people that are listening. Make sure that we let you know that you're there. All right. So let's introduce our panel. Tonight, our topic is we're talking about life coaching. 
And I'm so blessed to be joined by five wonderful life coaches. And uh, one of these life coaches is I'm getting background from. <laughs> so we're going to have to figure out who that is <laughs> in a minute. I'm on mute. So. Okay, she's on mute. So let's see. Who is it? And I'm going through my headphones. I don't so have Ava any Ava green keeps going up. Is it Ava Laura? Maybe it's Ava Laura. Let's see. Ava Laura, let's see. Mute. Let's see if it's Ava Laura. Um, no, it's not Ava Laura if she's on mute now. So maybe it's Amira. I can't. Uh oh, he's cutting in and out. All right, there we go. Uh oh. All right, we're going to figure it out. Because all of a sudden, it was funny though, before we started, there was no echo, and now there's echo. So I'm, it's probably somebody's page. Somebody probably has the page open, don't realize it, and the audio's coming from the page. So you just want to mute. You want to mute the YouTube channel if you have it on. Okay. All right. So let's introduce our wonderful panel. Uh, of course, ladies first. I'm gonna start off with the one and only Amira. How you doing, Amira? Hi, I'm doing fine. How are you doing today? Pretty good. This is your second time on the show this this year. So for those who may not have caught you the first time, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I recently. Probably back in March, I became a doctor. I got my doctorate um, within, thank you, yay! Congratulations. <laughs> uh, within, um, well, I'm working on like a third one. I'm trying to get two, I'm trying to get two and three, the third one at the same time, right? But anyway, I got it within medical, fit, metaphysical, um, so I'm working on that. So I already have that now. So I'm really excited about that. And I also legally changed my name. So I'm very excited about that. Because I've been using this name over here for quality for quite some time, for about 10 years now, but it wasn't legal. So I legally did the court system. So I'm really happy about that. Um, but nevertheless, just to give you some brief things about me, and I'm going to try to wrap this up because I know it takes a minute. But again, I just told you all about that. I'm a grandmother, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a niece, I'm a cousin, and I'm your sister, and I'm your coach. I'm an activist for many families out there that are going through trauma, that are going through so many different things. I'm a Reiki grandmaster. I do so much, anything within the holistic healing field on the times of herbs, yomi cleanses, helping women to obtain uh, special help uh, with different problems with their uh, bodies. I'm also a reader. I do tarot cards, reading, and energy reading. Well, I tell people I do tarot cards, but I really don't. I really just do the energy readings because I can kind of pick on energy. And I'm also a crystal Reiki grandmaster specialist. Of that, I deal with crystals. I have my own healing center here in Louisville, Kentucky. I'm also a certified holistic life coach. Um, that's another thing I'm working on. I just got to finish two more papers, and then I will also be a PhD within life coaching as well. But I'm masters up with life coaching, but I'm kind of dragging my feet. Y'all know how it is. I hate writing papers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also a sound therapist, holistic healer, and I'm a shaman as well. I'm a vast shaman. I I mean, at first I was like an intermediate, now I'm in advanced, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, when your mouth is a bit of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm an abundance coach. I'm, I'm so many damn coaches. Do y'all understand? 
on down to transitional coach, on down to confidence, giving people self-esteem coach, helping children motivate themselves within these high schools, within grade schools, giving them a self-esteem coach. And once I found out that Blue Ivy, you know, had a, a, a self-esteem coach, I said, well, I'm going to become that. And I became that. Uh, you know, I'm a motivational speaker as well. Also, I, I was an activist. I do it a different way than I used to. I do zodiac readings, dream interpretation, anything dealing with that. I'm a holistic healer on the terms, practitioner on the terms of helping people with their dietary. I'm an herbalist. I mean, y'all just do so much, okay? I'm not going to take up all the time with telling y'all everything I do. But I'm a lightitarian, and I just do everything down there in the universe. Anything dealing with coach. On down to coach wellness, on down to past regression therapy. Oh my goodness! All of that. Y'all understand me? PSP. Man, you are a one-stop shop. If I need anything, I can go to the mirror. So I, I mean, from my soul, from my my soul to my body, my face, uh, everything. My cousin. So thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Amira, I, and I appreciate you coming on tonight. But that's a small bit of what I do. A little bit, just a little bit. The Reader's <laughs> Digest. All right. So our next guest is the wonderful Ava Laura, who, uh, and, and, and real quick, um, everybody on this panel was members of a website called Blab. So this is kind of like a mini reunion in a way. I didn't even realize until after we had the panel. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, so it's kind of a Blab reunion. And, and Amira, I met through Blab and Ava Laura also. And um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Ava Laura. So I totally missed everybody else. I apologize. Technical difficulties that happened. So I'm assuming we're doing introductions. Yes. Um, I'm a life coach and intuitive consultant, actually celebrating my now 13th year. Um, November marks the 13th year that I've been in business. So really excited about that. I've been running, running, running. So I feel like I haven't even done anything in November because I did everything in September, October. Um, but always really doing a lot of work. My background is in mental health counseling and social work. And um, so I started out in the sort of traditional uh, mental health system. And um, I hope that's not me. I don't know. Mm-mm. I was background. Okay. I started out in the traditional mental health cl- uh, uh, system and really quickly realized that um, people really weren't getting the help that they needed. Mm-hmm. And um, I really found myself getting sort of um, really discontented, unfulfilled, and feeling like, what did I work so hard for to get to this point? When my goal was always to help people, but instead of really helping people heal, I'm just helping people to maintain their dysfunction. And that's not what I signed up for. And so I had to realize that I had a choice. Was I going to stay in the system um, and just have a Band-Aid effect and just sort of helping people to just get or was I actually going to do my own thing, which was really going to help people with the root of their problems, whatever that might be, and the way that I knew that was best for them, um, and and really take that faith walk and venture into the path of the unknown. And so, obviously, that's the path that I chose. So I'm the founder of CEO of Able World Healing Center, like I said, my 13th year now. And it's been an amazing journey, really helping people from whole to wholeness in their life, relationships, their business, and career. So I don't think I do everything Amira does, but I do a lot. <laughs> so I integrate a lot of holistic modalities as well, including Reiki, chakra balancing, um, yoga, meditation. I was talking about this stuff when black people were like, what is that? I don't do that stuff. 
you know, am I going to catch spirits or demons going to come through me when I'm doing this? So I've been doing this work a long time. Uh, so I really am just all about helping people to grow, to change, to really live their best life. I know that's like so cliche right now, but, you know, live their best life and live the life on their terms according to their unique soul purpose. That's what I'm all about. All right. And, um, you know, like I said, uh, you're a person that I was had the pleasure to meet on Blab and you do very excellent work. And I'm so glad that you're here and looking forward Thank to you. hearing from you. Our next guest, uh, this lady was on the show about a month ago. Um, I believe it was the, uh, the court, it might have been the courting show, right? It's the, the uh, I think it was courting show, right? And, it was courting. Yeah, so for those who may have missed you on the show, man, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Leah. I go by Leah Life Coach on um, social media platforms. Um, I am a life coach and I'm the epitome of a life coach. I don't niche myself. I help you balance life, love, business, um, emotions, all kind of things with um, a various array of um, just techniques that I've developed along the way. Um, I used to be a drug and alcohol counselor and much like Ava Laura, um, I kind of felt like there was a lot of protocol to the situation. And I wanted to show up for people how I knew that I could show up for people and give them my best and instead of the protocol or the written notes or, you know, keeping their their hands busy. So I became a life coach and this is what I do. And I love doing it. And I feel like I'm the epitome of a life coach. I I'm going to help you progress forward and calibrate to your your true organic self. That's all. That's all I do. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's get to the fellas. I'm going to start off with this brother. His name is Christian. Uh, me and him used to uh, always go to this show uh, called, uh, what was the name of that show? It, it was like in the noon um, with uh, Jordan, Jordan show. What was that? Oh my God. Lunchtime comedy chats. And that was, I think that's when I first met you. We, we used to go to that show all the time. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Will. All right. Uh, yep. My mic's off. All right. Yeah. My name is uh, Christian. I go by C. Will, C. Will Inspire. Um, I'm also a life coach, and I focus on helping people live a life of ease, basically in the flow of life, because I feel like life has a flow. It has its own intelligence. It has its own, all the energy and wisdom that you need to achieve anything that you want, and it's learning to tap into the, the wisdom that's innate within all of us um, and go ahead and, and just live a life of abundance and fulfillment. I got started um, as a community organizer and helping, you know, youth, uh, youth development programs and uh, community development in Boston. Um, but then I left Boston and now I'm in Tennessee out here in the sticks and uh, with the diversity of one other race here. But anyway, LOL. But I'm, I'm, I'm having fun just disconnecting from the busyness of the city. And I just, like I say, I really am excited about um, helping people get into alignment with life. It doesn't have to be complicated. You know, you just pay attention to uh, to yourself um, and and the messages that that are that are coming as evidence in your life um, by what's going on around you and inside you, and just be sensitive to that, aware, and what do you want and how are we going to get it? That's what I do. All right, all right, I love it, man, I love it. Um, uh, this next gentleman, uh, you know, I, once again, big fan of his work. I used to always check out his show, Living uh, Living Your Purpose, right? Was the name, right? Li and yes. Yes, yes, yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Sean. 
What's going on, everybody? Um, how's everybody doing? Well, you know, my name is Coach SJ. Um, I have a company called Inner Soul Development. All right. So it's basically more in tune with it's can you hear me? Yes. Okay. It's more deeper than just the personal development that everybody's used to because when they think about personal development, think thinking about just the the, the five senses here, that's what you see. So what I did was I focused on the non-physical side of your your personality because you do have a non-physical. And so when you, that's like your power center, right? So I kind of focus on that power center, those gifts, those things that are non-tangible, that are the, the, the formula to success, right? So once you develop them, I, I show you how you can develop them. Um, and, and be in tune with them because it, you know, without that power center, without the, because we're, we're more than what we see. So it's, it's like, you know, I try to let people understand that, um, that there's more than just a physical being, there's spiritual beings manifested in physical form, right? So you live your best life through those gifts that are given to you by God. So, you know, it's something that, you know, I try to focus on and it's more deeper than personal development. It's like inner soul development. Let's get to that, right? So that's what I'm all about. And I try to stress that um, as I go, as I, you know, as I go through and I'm, I'm the canvas, you know, my personal experience is the canvas. I show you what, what I've been experiencing and my results in my life and learning about who I am. And basically, technically, me learning about who I am is basically learning about you guys because we're all essentially the same, right? So we all have the same kind of heartache, ideas, you know, we have all kinds of pressures in life. So we're all basically the same. And so I try to focus on that non-physical side of you. I, I got to say something, Sean. Uh, uh, usually when I hear you say inner soul, you don't say it like that. That don't sound like the SJI know. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm Coach SJ from Inner Soul Development. That's right, Inner Soul Development, baby. That's what I'm talking about. There we go. I'm like, who's this guy? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get right into it. And, um, you know, back in, you know, back in the Blab days, there were tons of life coaches. And (laughs) anyone who knows me knows that I was not a big fan of a lot of them. And so I basically pulled the cream of the crop for this particular show. So the first question I want to um, throw out to you guys, and uh, we can start off with uh, Ava Laura, and then everybody else can fill in. So, is uh, why does why would someone need a life coach? What is what is the purpose of of having a life coach? Well, thank you for choosing me first. Uh, I should be used to it by now. Uh, <laughs> that's such a loaded question, and honestly. Um, You know, it is a question that I used to get a lot. And I think fortunately times are changing where now people aren't asking why they need one. They're just saying, oh, you're a life coach. I need one. Mm -hmm. And so they're starting to now realize it themselves. Um, And I think traditionally, if you look at it, you know, all of us are, you know, black African-American. But I think we're kind of late to the party when it comes to this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, If you look at, you know. Any successful person, particularly, you know, celebrities or athletes, um, anybody that we would consider to be famous, um, 
successful. You know, they have some sort of coach, whether they call that coach a mentor, whether they call it a life coach, whether it's their, you know, athletic coach, whether it's their singing coach, whether it's their um, their money coach, whatever it is, they have some sort of coach. Um, and successful people have always known this. Like I said, we're just kind of late to the party, just figuring this out, that if you want to do anything in life, if you want to be successful at anything, you cannot do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell people all the time, it takes a village to raise a dream. And if you don't need a village for your dream, you ain't dreaming big enough. You don't want nothing in life. Amen. So if you truly want to be successful, you need a life coach. And I think, you know, Bob Nardelli said it best. Um, he's the former CEO of Home Depot. He said, I truly believe that anybody, any person to achieve the maximum level of their life, they have to have a coach. Right now, now you're not saying uh, just to be clear, you have to be a baller or, a, you know, a CEO no. of a company Any this could anybody could pretty much. Uh, what I'm saying is they have coaches. Mm-hmm. That's why they are where they are. <laughs> we're the ones you know who don't have coaches because we don't value that but anybody who we've seen as successful you know a lot of times it tends to be our athletes celebrities singers whoever they have coaches mentors people in their corner who are helping them all along the way they realized a long time ago that they can't figure this game out by themselves they absolutely have to have people in their corner who are helping them to do whatever whatever the goal it is that they want in life they're having somebody on their team to help them with that so no, you not have to be a baller, but if you want to be a baller, you need a coach. All right, that's what's up. Um, Christian, let me ask you this question. Um, uh, taking yourself aside, you know, you are a life coach. How do you, if I'm, if I'm in the, if I'm searching for a life coach, how do you, what do you, how do you suggest that I go about finding one? Um, I, I imagine that different coaches may fit different people differently, but how do you, how do you sift through the different life coaches that exist? And finally yours. Well, um, I agree with Ava Laura completely on the fact that most African Americans don't want to ask for help in the first place, right? It's like seeing as some kind of fault, moral or ethical fault that I need help. But um, like she said, if you're trying to do anything of greatness or value to people other than yourself, you're going to want some uh, cooperation with the rest of life, right? Uh, which means other people. So um, because you're going to you're, you're trying to help other people. And so you have to open up yourself for that same kind of help. Um, so that being said, I would say you, you want someone who's going to help you. Right. So not someone who's good at helping um, someone else. What I mean is someone who you agree with, someone who vibes with you, you know, and the good thing about most life coaches is like all of my know offer a free call, like the first conversation you know, it's not an hour session, maybe, maybe it's just 15 minutes to get to know them and see what you actually are trying to achieve. You can actually have a quick conversation with them and see if you guys are a good fit for each other. You know, see if you kind of talk the same language, if you have the same, because I believe like, you know, people have ingrained beliefs. And if the person that you're working with doesn't have a similar kind of, you know, thought structure as far as, you know, the nature of reality, then it, it may not be a good fit. So I think um, just having a conversation, looking at whatever material they already have out there and if it vibes with you. And if you say, I, you know what, I, here's a short answer, Kente. Would you want that person to be your friend? You know, as much as you know about them, would you want to be friends with them? You know, um, and if you could say yes to that, I think that's a good metric to go by. Because that's actually what a coach is, just more on, on a more um, uh, focused level, you know, focused on you and your success. 
but you're still going to have to um, have a relationship with them. Okay, so um, anybody can take this. Um, what are some red flags to look for in looking for a uh, a life coach? So say like Shannon, she's like, I need, I want a uh, life coach, and I'm looking at this particular person. What should she be on the lookout for to, you know, to, to steer her away from a potential person? There's, the, oh, okay. Well, there there's a lot of, uh, you know, when. And a person is seek a mentor as well. I can, you know, I always have people like I look to Leah, my life coach. I look to Christian. They, are, you know, they're all there to to help me, you know, journey together. But I think that when a person seek out a life coach within their comfort zone, where mean that they don't they want a yes person. A lot of them want to be enabled, and a life coach is not there mm-hmm. to do that. You know, they're they're more of an accountability. They want to make sure that you 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 may not you you may not be able to to you may not tell them exactly what they want to hear. Like you're not there. You're there to be able to help them grow, and by enabling them and just saying yeah 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 or being a yes person, you know that's not what you want. You know, and a lot of people who seek out life coaches, they seek out life coaches that are like cool or that would you know say you're okay, don't worry, you you just you're just the way you are, stay the way you are, whatever the case may be, but. That's not a person that you you would want. You want somebody to help you grow and, and move forward and push that needle toward the, the best version of yourself. You can't have somebody who's going to be staying within your comfort zone, if you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, it's very well said. Um, okay, so let me ask this to everybody because I this is something really interesting. Um, and we'll start with the mirror first. What led you to want to be a life coach? What led me to say it again? I'm sorry. I said, what led you to wanting to be a life coach initially? To be honest with you, was working on myself because I was jacked up. Let me just tell you the real. I was jacked up. And in order to be a life coach, I knew I had to get my stuff fixed. I had to make amends with my ex who I hadn't talked to in like 10 years. I did not want to see his face. Put this way. He was one of them type of people where I didn't wish death upon him. I just wish he would blow away to somewhere we would never be able to find him. So, you know what I mean? So, I felt like that about him. But I knew that I had to work on that relationship. I knew I had to call him. I had to call him on Facebook because I didn't want to put our children in the middle of it because they're grown. Okay? So I knew I had to call him. I knew I had to fix my relationship. I had to fix my depression because I had just had uh, two miscarriages and I was depressed for a whole year. I sat around in my room with my door closed, not really willing to go out and talk to people. I stopped going out and talking to people. I stopped socializing. I stopped doing a lot of things that I was doing and I was just really focused on other things and trying to fix everybody else's mess. Okay, I was putting out everybody's fires around the country. If it's something going wrong with Mike Brown or or whatever movement that was going on, I said, "Let me run out here with this protest sign, and I'm going to fix and save the world." But hell, I wasn't saving myself. Okay, so I knew I had to work on myself. I had to cleanse myself because I was jacked up individual. I hurt people because hurt people hurt people, right? Mm-hmm. I hurt people and people hurt me. So I was like, I'm gonna get back revenge. Revenge is mine, you know. And I went through all those different changes. 
I went crazy, lost my mind, and I said, you know what? This is not healthy. <laughs> this is not healthy, but I can give real good advice. But I said I had to work on me. So I started taking this course. I went to this school, uh, University of Saradona, and I started working on a holistic um, life coaching. And then I started going through all these things. I was crying, <laughs> writing, writing these papers, crying, writing the papers, calling people, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And just going through all these changes, I'm telling you. And I was just like, man. And then I had to cut some relationships because I'm like, man, this is toxic. Toxic because you're nasty. You're a nasty bitter bitch. You know, you have to be honest. I'm not one of them tree I'm a tree hugger, but I set fire to the tree. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So I had to work on all that stuff, get clear all the junk away. And then my mother was in the process of dying. She came to me. She said, you know I'm dying, right? I was like, yeah. She said, so you better get right. You, you understand? So I had to work on that relationship. And of course, me and my daddy was cool because I'm daddy's little girl. You know, I'm daddy's little girl. I, a man has to be that standard. You know what I'm saying? I'm daddy's little girl. Y'all heard me. And so I had to go through all that junk. I had to clean all that junk up. And then finally, I had to repair all the relationships with my children. Because guess what? I was out there with the signs, getting arrested, going through all them changes with the pigs and the police and going through and going through all that hell. And, and CIA coming up on my job, just doing all kind of stuff with other folk, but not establishing a cleansing environment for my children. And my children started to have certain issues, like Tupac had. Y'all know what I mean? Because of the fact that we putting out all these fires all around the country, but I'm not working on the relationships with my children. So I had to rebuild that. I had to rebuild it. I mean, we were cool. We weren't cool. Y'all know what I mean. So I had to rebuild all that stuff, and then I had to look at my king and say, "How mad at you? Because I lost my child. He didn't. He didn't do nothing wrong. But I had to deal with that pain. I had to deal with that energy. I had to reestablish myself and and grow. And I had to have room for growth. And I, we had to grow together. We had to grow back together because I was out there bad, and he was just was like, "Man, you just I don't know what you're doing." And so he had to tell me. He had to be honest. So everybody around me. I had to sit up there and listen to people tell me, you hurt me, you hurt me. And I had to really sit up there and listen. You know what I mean? And that's what made me want to be a life coach in a nutshell. I'm sorry, I keep I will keep talking, y'all. <laughs> no, no, this is very helpful, though, because, yes. uh, because people need to know that story, you know? Uh, I think a lot of times life coaches uh, that I come across, they if you listen to them, you would think that they never needed one themselves. So, you know, I like Fine. that. I like Fine. that faces off yes they, yes and real quick I, I just want to let people know that if you are in on our youtube page uh make sure that you uh write in the right section in the top chat section in the section that says say something so we'll acknowledge you i see there's a lot of people on but they're not writing in all right so somebody started to say something i'm sorry yeah no i was gonna say um i i resonate with amira a lot i think she's awesome i love the stories you know um but it's true you know i think at least in my experience I come from, you know, just a tradition of service, you know, being raised in the church and whatnot, even though I'm not a religious person now. But it's a similar situation uh, where, you know, it looks, even in church, like people, everyone puts on a face like everything's all good all the time and there's nothing really wrong at home and we're the perfect happy family, you know. But I believe people who, who really get into this have been through some serious stuff 
personally. You know what I'm saying? Like they, because when you go through trial, you know, or what they call the dark night of the soul, it opens your heart. You know, it's it's just. I think that's actually the purpose of it is to recognize that you're not alone. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay for you to hurt, and it's okay. It's okay for you to heal as well. And there's like barriers inside of you that need to be broken. And once those barriers are broken, you cannot help but have compassion on people who you see who are going through similar struggles. And you and you're just like called, or for lack of a better word, to help people. You know, um, because you know what they're going through. You know, like I said earlier, you you can connect with the person. You know, and and actually say, yeah, you know. I feel you, like for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I yeah, my websites look nice and I got nice pretty pictures and everything. But yeah, I've been locked in my room. I've been where when you go outside, that's like a big deal. You know, I, w- I went outside today. You know, I haven't been outside in a week and it was hard for me to get out of my room. Like those kind of experiences um, make you recognize, you know, the vulnerability in all of us, you know, and the need in all of us to actually connect to each other because that's what life is. Life is growth and connection. If you look at the natural world, it's abundant with uh, just uh, collaboration, collaborative experience, you know, the plants, the trees, everything, the air we breathe right now, we're all breathing it, you know, the sunlight is shining on all of us, you know, so it's something that I really feel strongly about, you know, that's why I love listening to her story about, yeah, we've, I think we've all can resonate with the fact that we're all human and we've been through things and, and that um, that has allowed us to have the desire, you know, and the, the motivation to help others. Uh, same question to Ava Laura. What made you want to get into it? Yeah, I mean, I talked about that a little bit, um, you know, earlier, but just to sort of expound on that, like I said, my background was already in mental health and counseling and social work. So my goal, I, I actually, that was part of, you know, what I always wanted was to be a counselor and to help people. I mean, that was something that I realized that I had done since I was young. And for some reason, people actually listened to me and took advice from this bossy little kid. So I figured if people are going to take advice from a bossy little kid, what are they going to do with an educated black woman now? So um, that was always my goal to help people. And, you know, somehow I was able to tap into what people were going through and give good advice. And so, again, that's what I wanted to do. But when I found myself sort of in this traditional system, I felt like I was boxed in. I felt like I just could not help people the way that they really needed to be helped. There were too many limitations placed on me. And so my own personal story, I got really depressed. I got depressed. I got angry. I felt like, what is the point of this? I'm not really doing anything. I'm not making an impact. I'm not living in purpose. I'm just existing. I'm just here working this job, seeing people, but I'm not doing anything. And um, it just got to the point where I literally just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, um, I found myself just on this roller coaster. I'm a naturally happy person. Anybody who knows me, I laugh all the time. I'm always happy. I was not happy. I was not laughing. I was, you know, lashing out at people. It was, it was just not pretty. Uh, so I had to look at myself and say, Ava Laura, okay, what's going on? And uh, one of my friends just said, you know what, um, Ava Laura, you need to go on this woman's retreat. I didn't know nothing about a woman's retreat. I didn't care. I was just like, whatever, I'm going. At this point, whatever I can get, I'm going to do. And so I went. And going on that retreat forced me to see just how out of balance and out of harmony I was with myself. 
I got back to doing what I call soulful self-care. So back to meditating and doing yoga and praying and just being out in nature and spending time with like-minded people. And what I realized is that I don't know where I had been those last few months, years. I, I was not being me. I was totally out of balance. And one of the things that I realized is that when we need to take care of ourselves the most, we actually take care of ourselves the least. And that's what I have been doing. So when I got there, I literally had like this emotional breakdown. I just did. I broke down. I started crying. I was on my hands and knees praying to God, like, you got to get me out of here. This is not life. I'm not living. I can't do this anymore. I'm like the walking dead. And this is, I, I this, this is, if this is what life is about, just I'm, I'm over. What, what am I here for? And um, so I broke down, boo-hoo, crying, just let it all out, did the ugly cry. And, you know, I felt good. You know, you feel good after you cry, you let it all out. That was until I realized I had to go back to work on Monday morning. <laughs> go back to that same reality. Go back to the rat race, as they call it, right? Because nothing at that point had really changed. I realized that I was out of harmony, but at that point, nothing had really changed. And um, so when I got back to work, you know, my boss calls me into his office and he says, Ava Laura, it's been great having you. You're wonderful, but I got to let you go. Mm. And I was like, wait, what? Hold on now. <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> so Ego was having a little fit because, you know, I'm total type A personality, go-getter. I do everything, you know, 210%, graduated magna cum laude. Like, I was like, is he firing me? Like, he's firing me. I don't get fired. Um, and so, yeah, Ego had a little fit. And uh, Spirit kind of caught up and said, Ava Laura, uh, why are you upset? Why are you complaining? This is what you prayed for. So what are you going to do? And that was my call. What am I going to do? Am I going to go back into the system and, and be miserable and feel like I'm not doing anything? I'm not making an impact. Or am I going to venture into the path of the unknown and, you know, take that faith walk and do the work that I know that I've been called to do? So like everybody's saying, I think what's so important, you talked about the red flags. Well, this is one. What's so important, what I did and what I'm hearing that other people have done too, is that I literally took what I call my six-month healing sabbatical. I took six months. Now, it wasn't just six months, but I dedicated six whole months to working on me. Who am I? Studying Reiki, studying meditation, studying yoga, all the things that I do now, studying hypnotherapy, aromatherapy, all the things that I do now, I studied in that period, really delved into myself six whole months. And at the end of that six months, that's when I opened up Avalora's Healing Center in November of 2005. So for me, it was all a part of my journey and it was a part of my ability to help people in the way that I knew that they really needed help in a very holistic way, truly addressing their spirits, uh, truly addressing who they are as a soul, truly addressing their mind, their body, all of that stuff that we talk about in a very holistic way. And so it allows me to have freedom to help people any way that they truly need it. So that's why I became a life coach. Although I can't say I became a life coach. I always was a life coach. I just awakened to that. All right. All right. I love it. Um, before we get to Leah and SJ, we actually have someone on the line that uh, has a question. Caller, are you there? Uh Oh, hold on a second. My bad. Can you hear me? Yes. Can everybody hear the caller? Yes. 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 All right. So, caller, where are you calling from? I am Letitia Collins, and I'm calling from Arkansas. All right. Okay. So, you have a question? Uh, okay. So... Uh, 
I, I, I don't really know how to put this, but uh, my, my boyfriend, Ronnie, it just seems like he watches porn all day, every day. Like, it's just to the point where it's just he don't do nothing else except just masturbate all day for, like, hours. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, like we don't even have a sex life anymore. Like, every time I walk in the door, it's either, like, big booty, black porn, or Asian lesbian porn. Like, I'm almost done with it. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, anybody uh, have any help for a caller? I'd be point, interested to hear what the men have to say. All right. So, uh, <laughs> SJ, you want to? Let me unmute myself. Okay. I wanted to jump in here. Sorry, I was like, this is interesting. Um, you know, uh, so the first thought was, what What do you want? You know, like I understand you're, you're looking at your boyfriend and saying he's, you know, he's doing this and it's it's affecting me in this way. But what do you what do you want? Like, do you want him? In other words, what would be a good relationship with him? What what do you say? He wants to know what what kind of relationship do you want to have with him? Uh, I mean, uh, I was I was hoping we were we're engaged, so I was hoping to be married, and it's just like. I get off of work and I come home and that's the first thing I see. We don't even really have sex anymore. Does I mean, he I'm does he see sure it as a problem? I'm sorry to cut you off, but I know I'm just trying, I'm just, I just want to make one quick breakthrough before you real quick and then let other people talk. But uh, do do does he see it as a problem? Oh, did we lose you? Hello, are you there? Hello. Hello, I think we might. Hello, I can oh, I can oh, hear dude. you, but I can't hear anybody else. Like everybody else's mic is is messed up. Oh, okay. They want they want to know. Do, does hear he me? see it as a problem? Does he see it as a problem? Your your uh, fiance. Okay. Well, what'd you say? Does he see it as a problem? Your fiance. No. No, he, he don't see it as a problem at all. Not at all. Okay, so this is what I would say to that. Um, you know, because you what you're asking actually for for someone else to change. You know, so if, if, if there's a certain kind of way, relationship that you want to have and the person is not in, in agreement with that, you need him or her to be in agreement with that. You know, so in other words, I'm pretty sure he loves you if you guys been together for so long and you're engaged to get married. So you need to, you know, have a heart to heart communication with him um, and say, this is this is a problem for me and the kind of relationship I'm, I want to have. You know, it needs to be clear, you know, because you are looking to be partners in life, you know, so if we're going to experience life together, it is a problem for me. And then you can move from there. I mean, there's a lot of solutions for porn and reasons for it. But ultimately, I mean, one of the big things, it is a physical compulsion. You know, it's it's a, a sexual drive, you know, and it, it just it's just a little bit mixed up or a lot of bit mixed up in him right now. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he, I don't think he would be open to hearing any solution unless he sees it as a problem. He, he's motivated to change. Hmm. I, I mean, he knows. I know. It's, uh, he knows that I think it's a problem. Believe right. Me, he so he, he needs it, to feel the pain that would, would would result if you know what I'm saying. Like, if if this continues to go on, I don't see us. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 kind of conversation. You know. And so he can say, okay, I understand that this bothers you, and because it bothers you, I'm willing to to look at it. Okay. Um, Leah, was it Leah had something to say about that? I, <laughs> I wanted to see, do you have any enjoyment of watching porn at any time? 
I mean, I it, it, it would be fine if it was just like once a day or twice a day, but it's Oof. literally like all day, like hours go by. Okay, so my suggestion to you is to talk to him when you do not have any animosity towards this area, that you can say this openly and happily, and maybe even lead into example of being able to watch it at that moment. So when you don't have the animosity to it, you can address it with him and let him know boundaries that he can act within. Because you say you're coming home from work. You can just express to him in a moment that, oh, I've been at work all day. That's just not the first thing I want to see now i love you and i would love to get excited and like let something stimulate me that stimulates you but if you can know when i'm getting home from work there's little tweaks that couples can do instead of trying to force someone to change it's just work within each other's um, comfort zones and um instead of turning what you can see that you have joy in at sometimes instead of turning it into something bad to where he needs to change you could just kind of intentionally put it into each other's lives and comfort zone where you both can deal with it and maybe even be excited by it on his terms, but when you're ready for it, not when you're just walking in the door. So the more information that he knows about the situation, that he can be him, he could probably tweak it a little bit and work within your comfort zone so that you could still have the reality that you want walking into your home and seeing your man when they enter when you enter the door and he can still get some benefits of sharing something with you that he seems to find great stimulation in. And I wouldn't be offended by the porn, especially if you've been excited by it. You can see a guy could be excited by it. So we have to take the personal like, like hit to us out of it and just make it work. You know, right. just just put it where, place it where it belongs. Okay. In our but life. I mean, I wake up, he's doing it. I come back from work, he's doing it. There's never really, a, there's never really a point where he's not doing it. Right. So know when you leave for work, please go to town. Let him know <laughs> just about the time you get home. You know, go to town before that. But have this time set for me. Be ready for me to be in your presence and in your energy and know that you affect me. And I don't want to change you. You can do what you do because I'm at work. There's times when you could do this and we can both get what we want out of this situation. And it's all good. Right. I think at the end of the day, it's really about being transparent and, and having that communication. I mean, if you are going to marry him and you are engaged to marry him, then there's some sort of communication or some sort of history that you have with this man. So, you know, as long as you're able to be transparent with him and say, you know what, I, you know, it's, it's not the point itself that's the problem. It's the time of the length of time that he does it. So you just need to be very transparent with him and tell him what it is that you feel. Now, if he decides that he doesn't really care about how you feel, then you need to re you need to definitely think about, you know, is this somebody that I want to spend the rest of my life with? Because being engaged is a lifelong commitment. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, then you need to be very transparent with him and tell you exactly, tell him how you feel. Because how I'm hearing is that since you see him waking up doing it, you, you guys haven't had this conversation. You haven't had a discussion on it. You haven't sat down and talked about it. So definitely talk about it. So okay, can I jump you. in? Avila, so I see you look like you're ready to speak. And I want to ask you this because this looks to me, I mean, I think we're all on the same vibe as far as you need to communicate. But to me, this is manifesting as an addiction. Thank you. Know. It doesn't. Yeah. It's an addiction. It's not, 
It's an addiction. Yeah. It's yeah. So you're, it's drugs. It's an addiction. Yeah. It's, not about the, it's not about the porn. It's not about the sex. It's an addiction. This is his outlet for whatever reason. This is his chosen outlet. So that, that's what I'm looking at is, you know, what is causing the addiction? What's really going on? And, you know, when somebody's dealing with an addiction, you can't have that in a healthy way. He can't watch porn. He don't know how to do that. He's always gonna he's always gonna have it in excess because that's his chosen addiction. Um, so that's really what you know needs to be looked at is what is causing this, what are the underlying issues, what's happening here, and you all have to work through that. So yeah. it's not even about even giving him an ultimatum because if it's an addiction for him, it doesn't matter how much you say, Well, baby, I don't like this, I don't want you to do it, he's gonna keep doing it because this is his outlet for whatever he's not dealing with. There's some underlying issue that he has not healed and this is his way of dealing with it. Right, because apparently- I can see the addiction, but if she hasn't even had the conversation first to see if it's addiction, that he can tweak things. I mean, he's a man. Men do what they do to enjoy themselves and, and, and get through their day. So, I mean, let's not put a label on somebody and act in that first before communicating. I think the conversation should be had first to see where you guys are going and then that decision made. I think a lot of decisions are made without the other person and you need to be prepared for that situation. But I think allow the other person to come into that. I think men have a little, if he has too much time on his hand, there's, there's things he's going to do that could seem addictive. But I, I, yeah, I hear you, Leah. I and, and I know you were in a, I knew first I, I knew conversation you. first. That's all I'm saying. But what I'm saying, but what let me tell you something. Um, I've had a client I've had a lot of clients like that. And let me give you one example. I'm just gonna tell you this real quick, start I'm gonna make it so fast. I had one client who she got with a guy, he had he did the same he was into the same stuff in the same type of way. Every time he came home, every time she come home, he would be doing it. To the point where he would not make love to her as often as he could have because he was so busy watching porn, masturbating. Even though at times it got to be so unhealthy where he started picking up prostitutes. Mm. Okay. And so I'm not saying that this is the case. This is the same case. I would not say that because everybody is different. Okay. But I'm saying it has to be a discussion. It has to be something that has to be addressed. And it has to be, because it comes off as if it's an addiction. It, it definitely comes off that. And you have to think about what your goals are. Because sometimes your goals are not the same goals as someone else. And then you're talking about getting married. See, that kind of stuff is going to be thrown out the window. You can't even consider marriage until you all work out whatever it is that's bothering you. And if it's something that's bothering him or if it's something special, he may need. Because he may need something special. He may need you to do something that's gonna fadazzle him. Or he may need to talk to someone to figure out what's within him that he has to do something so much. That's just like if I like coffee so much. If I like coffee so much, if I like cars so much to the point where I'm always doing it, something, doing something too much is never good. Even eating, you know what I mean? Sometimes we have to mix things up. And so that has to be addressed because you cannot force someone to change. They have to want to change or they want may want to tweak it or whatever the case is, but you can't marry someone because you're going to be bringing that into the marriage and then you're going to end up divorced or unhappy. 
unhappily married and that's not what you want. So you got to get that established. Y'all got to figure out what it is. You have to discuss it because you can't just hold on. You can't get to the point where you're so desperate and holding on and not bringing it up and not talking to him because you're worried about not getting married. You got to discuss and put all that out on the table before you even get into that situation because you're going to be miserable. Because you're gonna feel because it's gonna bring down your self esteem after a certain time. You're gonna be like, Dang, he don't even want me so much. He's so he's looking at other people not being attracted to me, and he's not balanced with it right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you gotta really address that because you're gonna you can't be so desperate in your energy and just accept anything that you don't like. If you don't like it, you gotta talk about it. You can't just be like, Okay, well, it's well, that's just something people I don't like it. But I guess I can work on it. No, hell no, you can't. No, you gotta address that shit now. You can't just throw yourself, throw your life away because you'll be a beautiful, you a beautiful girl now. And by the time you waste all them years, you'll be a hag waiting on him to change and stop jacking off. Realistic stuff. You gotta be realistic with yourself, and you gotta be, and he gotta be realistic, and y'all gotta come together, and you gotta make some decisions. You literally gotta come together. Uh, caller, they want to know, <laughs> they know uh, does does your man work? Does he have a job? Because he seems like he has a lot of time to be getting off watching porn. Oh lord, caller. Uh-oh, did we lose your caller? Okay, I think we might have lost the caller. Uh, I'm sorry, I might have been too much. I told you I ain't no, trying to be no hag. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to three hugger, but I'll burn it too. I'll burn that son of a bitch down. Oh, man. Uh, well, so... Uh, so, Y'all got me in rare form tonight. I'm sorry, I'm going to calm down. Go, go, go ahead, Shannon. <laughs> the floor is yours. So this is open to all of the panelists. What happens when you are life coaching with someone and you find that your coaching experience has run its course? What does that look like? What does that conversation look like? Unfortunately, you know, I feel like either I can't help you. You won't allow me to help you to help me to help you. So I think at this time we need to end our contract. I do have some, I might have somebody that you could possibly talk to, or I wish you well, or I think you're great now. I think you don't need me right now. I think that you're doing good. I think that we're surpassed and congratulations. I'm going to give you a certificate because you have passed a plus or whatever the situation is. It just really depends on the situation, but it looks like, Unfortunately, we've come our past, and I no longer can help. Right, I think as I think as coaches, um, just like a basketball coach, they're on the sidelines, they're watching you as you play, right? And they and they and as you're playing, they're critiquing your style, and they're they're there every now and then. They're not always in the mix all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you give them the 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 tools that's needed in order to the, the resources that's needed. But, you know, you let them know that, you know, we're still, I'm still here. You know, mm -hmm. people have to evolve on their own. And sometimes when, you know, nobody really likes to let anybody, nobody really likes to be told what to do or how to be better. That's just human nature. They resist that. So, you know, it, as long as as long as you're there on the sidelines, you're watching them and you're, you're letting them know that you're still available, the lines of communication is always going to be open. You still are there to be able to help and to give and to give some type of value to them. It's not something that's, 
you know, a cutoff situation or, you know, that's it. That's all. Because, you know, like I said, people, people are different and the, the behavior is different. And so, you know, they may not tend to, to, um, to blend right away, but in time they may say, you know what, I got to get my, you know, it could be them falling on hard times. It could be anything could get them the, the, the mental capacity to say, you know what, I, I know I could do better. I was with this coach and she told me exactly what it is I needed to do. And that, that light bulb will come on eventually, but you know, you just gotta let them know that you're there and um, that, you know, you letting them fly free a little bit, but you're always there if they need help. Hmm. <laughs> let, let me, let me, I love that. So the conversation with me looks like I really, it's a, it's a celebration. It's like, you got this, you are doing awesome. I am so happy for what you're, you're doing and how you're progressing and you no longer need me. You have everything that you need inside of you and you can call me at any time or you can continue paying me and knowing that you have it on your own. So I'm very blunt and upfront and let them know that like they have this on their own and they no longer need me and that they should stop paying me, but I am here for them. Uh, regardless if they pay me or not. So it's a very happy moment. It's a very like, you got this, take it and go. And I'm here for you, just like SJ said. Hmm. Now, um, let me ask this question. Um, uh, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but um, at times, even as a life coach, do you ever feel like you that you need to possibly have a life coach or or do you guys even have someone that you can talk to uh, yes. <laughs> yes 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 i'm on a journey i'm a human being i have to evolve i evolve every day you know i my purpose changes I mean, it could be five years from later i may be doing something different i may be in africa somewhere um feeding gorillas who who knows what I'm going to do, whatever my purpose is at that time. So I'm always evolving. So I do want people in my circle that sees more potential to me than I see in myself. So I'm always in contact with Lee, the life coach. I'm always in contact with people that I know that can help me in any way, shape, or form. Because this is a journey. I don't know everything. I'm a human being and I have faults and I slip up and I mess up and I, you know, things happen. So yes, I have coaches and mentors in my head, right? But I do have mentors that I do um, aspire to 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 definitely connect with, and I have those local ones that I can connect with every day, like like C. Will or Leah the Life Coach or Danielle K. Anderson. These are people that I need in my circle because I'm always I'm on this journey with whoever. I'm, I'm on this journey together. We're on a journey together. Hey, I have a I have something I want to show you. So I have a, um these simple. I had this up so I could see it. Uh, keep it simple. Focus on the message. Live the message. Yes. So if we're talking about we're life coaches and we think it's good, um, I think it's obvious that if we're saying, no, we don't need a life coach, there's a disconnect there. And so um, it's not necessarily like I, I don't pay for a life coach right now, but the concept of having someone with you who's uh, – uh, for lack of a better word, the way I see myself as a loving supporter, right? Someone who, it, it, it could be your spouse, it could be someone in your life, but someone who's there, like SJ said, on the journey with you um, and help helping you see the best in yourself, ultimately. that's I, I believe that's what life coaches do and helping you bring that into, into reality. Um, yeah, definitely part of my life. Yeah. 
Healers need healing. Right? Healers need the most healing. There's a lot of wounded healers out there, so we need the most healing. That actually brings me to the next. A load on us that we have to let some of that out. We got to let some of that go. You you guys are so great at segues because that was the next thing I was going to get to. I'm going to start off with you, Ava Laura. Um, Ava Laura, you constantly hear people's, you know, wants, desires, uh, what's going on in their world, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. How do you, how do you yourself do self healing to where that stuff doesn't get you down? Because I, I can, the weight of what's going on with so many different people, how does that affect you at times and how do you keep it from affecting you? So I can give you two answers to that. There, you know, there's the training message where, you know, there's certain skills and techniques that you learn as a healer, as a coach, right, that you do on a daily basis uh, to keep things from, you know, not being bottled up and, and not bothering you. And, um, you know, I'm a firm believer in self-care. I teach about self-care. I talk about self-care. I train about self-care, you know, so there's those constant things in our training that we do. But the other part of it, too, is, you know, honestly, I really, truly believe that when something is your purpose, you know, you're built for that. So I have a higher tolerance for, you know, listening to people and talking to people than somebody else will. You know, somebody who may be more introverted, who's just like, I can't stand talking to people. Hey, Laura, I don't know how you do that. Well, I'm looking at them. I don't know how you sit behind a computer all day. I can't do that. You know, so it's I, I literally have like a built in tolerance for it because it's just who I am. It's always been who I am. And so my job is to honor that, but then also take care of myself in the process and know my limitation, establish healthy boundaries. Boundaries is key. You know, I will tell anybody I, I you know, I've gotten really good at not just saying no, but knowing what I can do and knowing what I don't want to do and not taking that on. So, um, you know, really having boundaries, you know, not stacking clients, giving myself time in between sessions, you know, making sure that I practice what I preach, that I do meditate, you know, that I do some form of self-care each and every single day. That is essential. And, and so, I, you know, if we do those things, we're good. Um, in addition to, like we said, also having our own support. You know, I say it takes a village to raise a dream. I literally have a team of people holding me down. This Abelora that you see here is not just me. There's a whole invisible team behind me that's running this show. <laughs> so that that is how I really take care of myself and not get burdened down and not take on other people's problems is I really do a good job of making sure that I'm practicing what I preach and, and having a team of people support me. Mm. And, you know, I wonder, are you guys like on, on call? Like, like I imagine somebody may need a life coach in weird times. Do you guys like ever get like you're, you're with your significant other and then one of your clients call you and then you got to kind of step out of the restaurant and deal with them or something like that? Or, or is, um, or you're only appointment only, or how does that work? Uh, I wonder. Uh, it, it goes down. It goes down. I have to do what I have to do. My king is understanding sometimes, but sometimes he's not having it. But, you know, I have to do what's in the best interest of my home as well as for my clients. So sometimes I may have to tell my king, hey, give me a minute. Or sometimes I may have to tell my client, hey, is this an emergency? If not, give me an hour, give me two hours or whatever time it is. Because you do have to set some type of boundaries sometimes. Because sometimes your clients will think that they own you. 
I'm telling you, they'll be like, look, <laughs> I need you now. And then you go, okay, I'm, I'm listening. Do you know how I should wear? <laughs> you know, you, right, I'm like, right. you know, just eating a good dinner. And you stop me from eating my dinner to ask me about your outfit while I'm paying you. I don't care. You need to use your time wisely. Didn't I te- teach you time management and you how to use your time at that rule number one? So sometimes, you know, sometimes you have to let them know. Sometimes you have to, you can be there for them as much as you can, but sometimes you do have to let them know, hey, I have to do some time with my family or give me a few seconds, give me a few minutes or whatever. I mean, you can be nice about it, but clients are pretty much know because if they, they get to be too much, I'll let them know real quick. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, okay, all right, doctor, all right, you know, and that's what you have to do. And I think boundaries is, a, is key. Um, I think ultimately, at least what I'm trying to do is help the person become a strong, independent power on, into themselves. So I'm not trying to nurture a codependent relationship, you know, and it's the same thing. I treat everyone the same, like clients, family, friends, everybody. I sometimes I see people, even in my family, they're going through a tough time. And I know I'm saying, you know, unless they reach out with a real need, I know they can handle it. And sometimes I won't even respond when they when they feel like they have a real need. You know, because I know that if they dig a little deeper, the answer is just right there. Just dig a little deeper. And I think it's being wise or being the, like a parent. If you're looking at your child and you see him trying to climb a wall and he's crying for you to help him. But, you know, if he just jumps a little harder, he can get to the top. I think that's the, the, the best thing to do for the person. So, you know, like uh, Avalur and, and everyone else saying, you got to take care of yourself. And also, um, I, I believe, help the client grow um, by making them, uh, you know, work within the boundaries that you set. You know, uh, I wonder too, you guys, significant others, do you guys kind of life coach your significant others? You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, do you use the life coach speak and all of that stuff with the people that you're with? Well, yeah. Um, Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, sometimes my friends are premises. They'll be like, okay, I want Leah, not Leah the life coach. <laughs> just want you to listen. Don't solve it. <laughs> uh, SJ, you started to say something? Oh, um, well, you know, um, I, I got married August 18th. So, um, Congratulations. My wife, thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. So, um, to, 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 actually, to, to, to actually coach you know, my wife is, is, you know, we, we don't, I don't need to basically do that because of the simple fact that we kind of on a, she's my best friend. So it's more of like, we're in the same evil and kill as far as killing each other and learning about how we need to take care of each other. And she kind of like, is on the same kind of vibration or frequency as me. And every now and then we feed each other. So I don't necessarily have to like be a coach SJ where it wouldn't work anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> I would definitely just we, just, we we basically don't really, you know, I, I don't necessarily need to do that with her, per se. Oh, okay. You don't bring out the whiteboard and be like, honey. <laughs> no, no, no. Look here. This is what you need no. to do. Then, like, I won't, uh... then I won't eat. You know? <laughs> I'll be on the couch. You know? <laughs> oh, man. That'd be, that'd be hilarious. Yes. Uh, hey, let me jump in real quick. I just wanted mm-hmm. to say most people just need love, love and support. And that doesn't mean, like SJ said, they don't need you to tell them what to do or boss their life around. They just need someone to listen to you, to listen to, you know? And so I believe, you know, in my personal relationships, 
I, I do make an effort not to coach, you know, um, except when they want it, you know, because you, you can tell when they ask you, okay, what do you think, what's your kind of guidance on this issue, you know, then you can go ahead and give it. But a, a lot of times you could just listen and maybe ask one or two prompting questions that allow them to come to their own conclusion. Um, and that, that does it. So in other words, I kind of do it on the sly, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not like really direct with, hey, I'm coaching you right now. Would you would you suggest like let's say like um um a couple right he has a life coach and she has a life coach would you suggest couples have different ones or could the same one service both I That's a good question I think they should get there they are a couple then and they ha- I think there's there's relationship coaches I think it's very like a mar- there if they're in there's different coaches for different situations so i wouldn't if you know there's you could get a light you could get a relationship coach or a marriage counselor or somebody that deals in relationships so you know it's not unless they're comfortable with having two then you know it's good to just have that one that could be able to you know help you guys together if you guys are you know planning on going the next step Mm-hmm. So, so for my clients, okay. can I just step in for a minute? Um, for my clients who um, might be having marital issues or things like that, um, they'll both work with me. But what I always suggest is that they have their own individual sessions as well. So that's what's key. They have individual sessions, and then we also have sessions where they can come together. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It it depends on the clients because some sometimes they may want you to step in on a situation, you know, and sometimes they may want their own. Uh, but I normally work with both of them. But sometimes if they want to work with someone else, that's fine with me. Now, let me tell you something on the life coaching with your family. My daughter has that bad. She's horrible with it. She'll get her friends on the phone. I'm like, that's not my client. Hey, you get I'm like, you got some money? You get off my phone. I'm like, you got some money? That's how I stop a lot of them from asking me questions now. Because they'll be like, you mama, give me, you my mama, give me a mama answer. I ain't give you no mama answer. I'm going to give you a life coach answer. Otherwise, Run me my money because that's what you have to do to some people. Because your family would really would ask you questions. My father had that bad. He asked me today. He said, "He said, is your mama talking to you?" Because I do spiritual enlightenment. I was like, "She's not talking to you. She's still mad at you." You want me to tell her what she said? He's like, oh, "Never mind, never mind." You know. So that's how sometimes you have to <laughs> kind of do people like that because they'll keep asking you questions and questions and questions and questions. And you just be like, "Shut up." You know, you're not my client. You're going to be my client? I believe if you're dealing with two people, you're dealing with, you know, three uh, relationships, one between each person and the one between each other. So you have to address it that way because you want them to become clear on in themselves about what they want. And then you want to help bring them together as far as what they want as a couple, you know, so that way you can actually see if you guys are, in alignment with each other and a lot of times if you're talking to them together one may be influencing the other you know even non-verbally just to kind of get in line type of thing and not really grow so you want them to be able to actually have that progress within themselves and together um now you guys helped in all aspects of life right um sorry about that let me take it off you guys help in all aspects of life so um you know, SJ, um, you're, if a young guy, he's he's trying to um, get some dating advice. Is that something that you would cover as well? You go to SJ. Def- 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, if he's looking to date, you know, um, especially a lot of, like, I've had people who tell me, you know, um, you know, how do I know is this person, how do I find the right person in my life? And, you know, like C. C Will Spy says, keep it simple, right? So as I learned about myself and, you know, I wanted to date, so obviously, you know, I'm using my experience as well, but, and what works for me, you know, what results I got from, for, for myself. And so, when somebody tells me, you know, I want to, I, I want to find somebody. How do I, how do I find that right person? And I tell them, okay, what are you looking for in a woman? And they say, well, I want some, you know, a woman to be kind, nice. You know, I want them to have, you know, a good credit score. Whatever they, whatever they're gonna say, right? So then I tell them, okay, so those qualities that you want in a in a woman is that are those qualities in yourself because you're going to only attract. What, who you are, right? So if you want that type of woman, then those, if you don't have those qualities, you're not going to attract women with, you know, it's different. I, I can do it for relationships, you know, for holistically, I can do it for the, all areas of your life. Coaching is just not one way. Coaching is a holistic, uh, it's, it's, it's taking apart ev- everything in your life, financial, um, you know, relationships, career, business, you know, it's every aspect of a person's life that you can be able to help coach. And you can keep it simple. It doesn't have to be difficult or complicated. It's about what works and, and using what works as opposed to what doesn't work. Okay. So Ava Laura, can, mm-hmm. can you help your client bring it home? I met this girl the other night at the party. She's awesome, but I always screw it up. So Ava Laura, what can I do not to screw it up? Do you, do you, do you help people like that? Absolutely. I mean, like you said, I mean, one of the things about being a life coach is that you have to be able to help people in all aspects of their life. And, you know, usually what happens is, I mean, you start to see that there's a common thread in everything. And so everything is not so different. So if I have a client who, you know, relationship stuff comes up a lot, uh, because most of my clients right now are professional black women. And I would say, Almost, I would say about 60% of them came after a major breakup. It was some sort of major transition and a breakup is what caused them to say, you know what? I need help. You know, I need healing. I need help. I didn't realize that, you know, I knew that there were things that were wrong with me, but I didn't realize it was so bad until I had this major breakup and I had a really difficult time dealing with it. So relationships, those heart issues are key. So I end up doing a lot of coaching, a lot of Reiki, a lot of energy healing. So sometimes it's not just talking, but it's really working on the energy level as well um, for things like that, because you're dealing with you're dealing with the heart. You know, you're dealing with a lot of things that people hold on to um, that they never really release. And it's stored in our body, body, creating energy, creating this disease, creating dysfunction. And, And so, you know, how can you properly deal with something if you got all of this going on in your body and you don't even know what's going on? Um, so yeah, absolutely. I help with that. And, and really, um, you know, on an energetic level, but also then helping people too to look at what are the things that they're holding on to? What are their beliefs? What are they thinking? Cause we don't realize how powerful our thinking is and how, you know, the law of attraction is real. A lot of what you think is what you manifest, whether you realize you're thinking it or not. And so a lot of times what happens is people are not even aware of their thoughts. You might know some things about yourself, but there's all these core negative beliefs that you have that you don't even realize it and it's influencing what's happening in the rest of your life. So a lot of the work that we do too is around what are you thinking? Because what you think is causing what you attract and what you attract is causing how you deal with the situation and so on and so forth. It becomes this domino effect. Mm -hmm. 
Now, I got to ask a personal question, Ava Laura. If if someone's your client, um, mm-hmm. do they get to see what's underneath the head wrap? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> That's a boundary. That's a boundary. Yeah. They're, they're not my man. <laughs> I, I, I hope you get a girl. I ain't your girl. I've been mean, <laughs> for three years. I think it's three or four years. And I ain't seen what underneath the head wrap. I'm, I'm waiting though. That's, that's, gonna, be a, that's gonna be a moment. <laughs> B-I-P, you gotta be a platinum only. Platinum client, huh? All right. So before we get out of here, I want to. Shannon, you there? You have anything? You need a you need a life coach. Do I need a life coach? Sure, mm-hmm. why not? I mean, therapy is life. Mm-hmm. What what aspect do you think uh, would uh, of life that you think you would benefit from having a life coach, Shannon? After hearing the show tonight, um, I don't know. Navigating my current life in the Florida Keys, all of it, I guess. What, career, relationships, what? I said all of it. All of it. All of the above. All of it. You're funny with that all of it. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's do this. I, I'm going to uh, thank the panel so much. You guys were amazing. Uh, it was a terrific show. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to start off with the ladies, of course. Um, we'll start off with you, Amira. How can people get you on social media? And I know you have a show and you have a website and you have a lot of things. So uh, how can people get you? Oh, you're on mute, too. Okay, let me try to make it quick then. Uh, (laughs) www.ask314life.com Life. 314, no, 314, I'm sorry, ask314life at gmail.com. And they can also reach me on Facebook as Dr. Amira Sankofa Kwali. And that's pretty much my tag for everything. Ask Life Doctor or Dr. Amira Sankofa Kwali. They can pretty much find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and even on Google is my email address, and they can go to my website. Um, I do different type of shows. Sometimes I mean, you I may do something here, I may do something there. It just depends. My appointment alone has gotten so much, so let's get it up more. But <laughs> nevertheless, you know, you can, they can definitely, or they can reach me at 502 and I also have a physical place of 1921 West Broadway, Suite 4, Louisville, Kentucky, 40203. Now, so here's something uh, I want to add. Uh, initially, I was going to call this show Ask a Life Coach. And then I realized as I uh, was looking at your Twitter account, I think that's where I got it. So I was like subconsciously stealing from you. So I said, <laughs> so I won't get uh, so I won't get uh, sued by uh, Amir. I, I changed the title to just life coaching. But so, <laughs> Thank you. so subconsciously I was jacking your name. So, <laughs> so, but thank you so much for, for coming on. All right, well, so, I appreciate everybody. I love y'all. Aww. Aww, love y'all. Now, Eva Laura, how can people get you in social media? Are you, are you going to come back to podcasting? 
as well as uh, you recently had a, a, an event too. Tell us about that event. Oh God, I've had so many things. Uh, with the, you know, with the ladies. I had, so my head wraps crowned by Ava Laura. I had a fashion show. I just did what we called a crown jewel event, which was teaching women how to wrap their hair, also creating waist beads. So all about a beauty adornment and sisterhood. Um, so I just had that event. It was amazing. And um, I also have a retreat coming up actually next year, October 28th through November 3rd. Next year, it is for um, Black women in leadership. We are going to Spain for a week. So it's all about unplugging, unwinding, serenity, cultivating peace, and I mean, just having fun, you know, just having a ball. So that is coming up as well. Uh, so I ha always have a lot of things going on. I make it very easy to contact me. All you do is look me up, Avalora. I am Googleicious. I am the only Avalora, so you don't even have to worry about it being anybody else. You literally type in A-V-A-L-A-U-R-A. -A -A, I will pop up. My website is my hub, www.avalora.com. That gives you my email address. It gives you all my social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Google. I'm on everything. So uh, my podcast is on there. I do have a podcast as well, Ava Laura Heal My Life. That's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, um, Google Play, iHeart, everything. But again, if you just type in my name, Ava Laura, all that stuff will pop up. Well, um, me and C. Will, we're going to be chaperones on the Spain trip. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, you, you know, you need some, uh, you need some, some energy, energy to protect the boundary, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, Sean, you can't go because, you know, the, the, wifey, the wifey might uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> Leah how can people get you on social media and what, you have an event coming up as well my handle is Leah the Life Coach and I have an event called Laugh at My Calibration it's a monthly um, comedy show that I do that aids the homeless community um, you can search Laugh at My Calibration and see what we've done in the past we work with a, a organization called My Friend's House LA um, we do it at the Universal Bar and Grill and Tiger Lab Productions and we do it every month and um, I'm having a lot of fun doing that so I really appreciate any support that comes from that. And um, my email is leadalifecoach at gmail.com. My website is leadalifecoach.com. And um, I look forward to calibrating with you guys. All right. And you know what? I think I can make that one because uh, yeah, the last one we were I was doing a documentary, so I couldn't make the last one. But, yeah, I'll have to make check November that out. November 11th at Universal Bar and Grill. Yeah, and Sunday also too. December 5th at Universal Bar and Grill, and it's a toy drive because we've noticed that out um, aiding the homeless community that there's been an influx of children out there. So we want to take the, the children out of that, that moment in time and let them have a smile and just take them away from that moment for a while. All right. I love awesome. it. I love it. Just say one last thing. Superhero status. Questions? Uh-huh. Sure. Go ahead. My one last thing is you. why do you need a life coach? I'm a firm believer that we have an initial GPS that kind of gravitates everything that we need to us and that everybody around you has lessons and blessings for you guys. So take the time to learn what somebody else has to teach you. Learn what you don't know. Know that there are walks of life that you can get a different perspective on and perspective is everything. It's key to everything that you're doing. And, um, and take those lessons and blessings. And a red flag for a coach is a template coaching. Somebody that just wants to put you into how they know how to coach and just put you into those blank spots and expect you to act and move through that 
and, and be successful through what they've done. And they're not willing to create something and build something with you, a foundation that's good for you and that supports you. So make sure that your, the, your life coach is, is seeing who you are and calibrating that, that person and what you need in that moment. All right. Well, definitely. Well said. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, Will, how can people get you in social media? And what you got going on, man? What, what should we be on the lookout for? Um, so, yeah, you can find me at C. Will Inspire. That's just the letter C, you know, W-I-L-L Inspire um, on in- Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that. Just type, you know, hashtag C. Will Inspire. I'll pop up. Uh, and I just started a video series called Achieve with Ease. So you can get that. Um, I have a short bit.ly link, bit.ly forward slash A-W-E inspire. That's A-W-E inspire after, you know, the bit.ly slash. And it's about uh, achieving with ease uh, what you want in life. And, um, you know, Leah just dropped us with, you know, some value. So let me drop you some real quick as well. Um, if you were looking for a life coach, I believe you want to start um, with getting thinking about what you want. Right. Because that I mean, that's what we're going to do when you get on the phone with us anyway. But if you really want to, you know, if you're going to get that free call, you could probably, you know, make a quick lot of breakthroughs if you come in focused. So think about what you want. Um, allow yourself to believe you can have it. Right. And then act on that. So those are the three steps um, of, of actually getting what you want. And that's what I would walk you through um, in detail, you know. But I believe that if you just do those three things, even on your own, you will start to see results. If you're in, in any moment, if something's going on, if you start thinking about actually what do I want out of this situation, like how would I like it to resolve, um, and then allow yourself to believe that's possible, solutions will start to come to you. So um, you can find me at uh, C. Will Inspire, and like I said, bit.ly forward slash A-W-E Inspire. And, and uh, we have everybody's information in the uh, show notes. So their Twitter, Instagram, and all of that kind of, all that good stuff. So you will be- definitely be able to uh, get everybody. Um, and last but definitely not least, I saved this brother for last on purpose because <laughs> I wanted to personally congratulate you on getting married, man. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Very thank you, thank happy you, for you, man. And you, you have that. That new Mary glow about you too, man. I see it, man. Is that what that is? I see it, man. I see it. I, was my, I thought my face was just fresh. You know, I just, I get my face fresh. Oh, uh, yes, man. So, congratulations. yo, I appreciate you. I appreciate being on this platform. Um, I appreciate all, I appreciate all the the coaches on here, man. And I need that in my circle. I need I need to make sure sure that we connect on on a daily basis we need to definitely connect and network with with you guys and 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 let this not be the last time that we actually see each other um but for myself mm-hmm. you can find me sj coach sj on on www.innersouldevelopment that's i n n e r s o u l development and um as as far as like life coaching is concerned you know there's a lot, a lot of layers to it, but there's three things that I want you guys to understand. Number one, there's three diseases, right? Number one is the I know disease, the I'm fine disease, right? And um, there's another disease, I forgot what it was, but it's I know and I'm fine, right? So those are the two things, and, and, and what we're trying to do is change behavior. It's all about your behavior. 
Once you change your behavior, uh, and you'll be able to see the results in your life. It's not about just change. You can always bend your reality, but we want to change the behavior so you can be able to attract better. We want better for you. That's why we provide value. Why do you think my brother here, Kente, is doing this? It's to provide value. It's, it's a form of coaching. So you are, a, in essence, a coach. You don't. You may not say that, but you are providing value to the people. So by you providing value, you are helping somebody that may be on that edge of despair and bringing them back. That's what this is all about. So that's why I love positivity. I love this this whole this whole energy that you're giving, and I appreciate you, brother Kente, from the heart, bro. And and I hope that we can definitely link up again. Oh yeah, and again man. and again and again and again. Yes. And I, you know, I low key uh, get y'all from some information. So, you know, I talked to Mira, Ava, Laura, all of you guys. So, the, yeah, I, I'm, I, I know what I'm doing <laughs> with that. <laughs> I, I'm, I, this show was a therapy for me as well. So, <laughs> I like thank you so much, everybody. Um, and last but not least, my wonderful co-host Shannon, uh, how can we get you in social media? And as well as uh, when, when are we going to get uh, your new your book? I knew you was going to say that. Um, everything on social media is my name, Shannon Ford hyphen Jefferson um, Ford, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. Um, all of my books are on Amazon.com. Y'all have to forgive me. My allergies are killing me right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the new book, I don't know. I'm shooting for January, but <sighs> it's a You'll process. do it. You'll... It's a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a wonderful poet as well, and definitely check out her her uh, content. Um, you can can't but you can't say. Yes. I forgot to tell y'all, if y'all need some of these herbs now, if you got them allergies, you need to talk to me. I got you. But go ahead. <laughs> Send them on down to my house. Before I forget, uh-huh. Kente, before I forget, if you go on my website, you're going to see a seven-day detox mind reset program that's out right now. And it's all about changing your, your ritual and your routine. And so you're going to see that on the website. So when you go there, just download it. Awesome program called the Seven Day D. Lisa did at least Aaliyah, the life coach, did it. She loved it. I, I want everybody to definitely download that program. All right, that's what's awesome program. That's what's hey, I, I wanted to jump in and because I've been, uh, you know, working on a book as well and I'm really excited about it. But, uh, Sharon, if you want to talk about it real quick, because I just got a whole lot of awesome information, you know, as far as you know, building your uh, team. Uh, you know, to help you get to the top of Amazon and also how to help you finish the book, you know, um, the, you know, motivation, the like, daily kind of action steps. And so, you know, no, no charge, not trying to be a coach or anything like that. But just if you want to message me or reach out on Facebook or Messenger and we can, you know, I would I'd be I would love to share the information because when I get information, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. It will help so many people. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, Shannon. Yeah. See. <laughs> you can get me at Kente F on Twitter. Uh, that's K I N T E F 
on Twitter. You can get me on Instagram at Kente Ferguson. That's K-I-N-T-E-F-E-R-G-E-R-S-O-N. And of course, you can go to our website, IndyRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. Um, we will be back next Monday with an all new episode of uh, Men and Women Talk to Mars Venus show. Uh, Amira will appreciate this because next week we'll have somebody's coming on to do reading. So uh, that should be interesting as well. So um, so that's next week. And then I believe we, we're on a two week hiatus due to uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. I believe it's after that show i can't or maybe there's one that more after that i can't remember but uh um so and then of course uh uh this wednesday uh we have an episode of the spotlight so definitely you can check that out with all that said i want to thank once again everybody who listened as well as all my panelists and my my co-hosts as well uh, we'll catch you right here on indyradio.org peace and god bless Just getting up or just getting out the door? We get it. Life in SoCal isn't always 9 to 5. That's why Today in LA's team is going strong at the crack of dawn for you. Shauna, her forecast will tell you what to wear. Alicia, her down-to-the-mile traffic will keep you in the clear. Adrian and Daniela, they'll break down all the morning's breaking news so nothing takes you by surprise. It's simple. You wake up, we'll open your eyes. Today in LA for you. Starting at 4 a.m.